the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, good evening. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Tuesday. 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 Monday. Yeah, uh-huh. It is not just any old Tuesday, though. Any old Taco Tuesday. No, it is the first primary of this year's general election for president. And we are waiting with bated breath the results coming out of New Hampshire. Um, we already know a couple of things here, but I'm glad to have you guys with me. We've got to break down a lot of stories tonight. In addition to what's going on in New Hampshire, there's it, it just talk about explosions, man. It blew up today over some moves. Bill Barr was tested and I think he came through the fire just nicely. We're going to talk about that. We've got another court case. Guess who finally got indicted? Oh, I'm in such a good mood today. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Andrea K Show. Uh, join our group on Facebook, The Caniacs. Uh, we are streaming live on Facebook right now on the Answer San Diego's Facebook page. So like that fan page there and uh, join the conversation there. Amazing group of people as always. You guys are the best. And I know that you are just sitting back enjoying the Democrats eating each other alive so far. I've got my buddy Jen Kearns, GOP strategist and the founder of Women for a Great America, is going to be here in a little bit. She's been involved in some really high-profile campaigns in the past. You wouldn't know it because she helped certain propositions and people win. And so I can't wait to get her perspective on not just the winner of tonight, although we know who it is, but really what happens next. It's going to be fascinating to watch. If you want to be a part of the show, you can comment on the Facebook live stream at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Follow me on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. You can send me a friend request at Andrea K. Shh, don't tell Facebook. And you can also call in the show, 888-344-1170. And the man who would take your calls, the grease that keeps the show rolling every day. Y'all know I'm a Southerner. I love my grease. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. Well, I was a snake before you took me in. So nice <laughs> to see you again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The snake. Oh, my God. Trump was in rare form last night. That was in Manch Vegas. I'm not really sure why Manchester, New Hampshire was called Manch Vegas uh, by the locals in New Hampshire. That's their big town there where they like to party it up and pretend that they're all like really important. They're all like Kardashians or whatever. So here's what we know so far. We know that a lot of people are making fun of this. They're saying Yang has pulled out of the race. Andrew Yang, that is. And you know what? I got to tell you, I forgot the dude was still in it. Um, I'm sorry to see that he's gone. And and I mean that seriously. Because as I think about, and we've got Jen Kearns coming up, and we're going to announce the winner. We're going to get into some of the analysis and the polling and all that going on. But on a serious tip, as I look at who's running on the Democrat side, as I look at the poll numbers and I look at why what Democrats are evaluating as they look at the different candidates, I think to myself what a sad day it is. That a young man like Andrew Yang, particularly since this is supposed to be the party is supposed to be about, Democrats supposed to be about minorities, right? They're supposed to be about you young people, you millennials out there, right? Here is a young man 
of color, a young Asian man, successful man, incredibly articulate, incredibly, I think, charming and charismatic and the easiest dude to listen to on the stage. And he got no traction whatsoever. And the reason why is because this man did not come from a place of hate. This man didn't come from a place of victimhood. He wasn't up there either as a minority or pretending to be a minority, talking about how evil and horrible and corrupt America was and how crappy our capitalist system was and how evil it was and how we need to transform ourselves into Havana. So, you know, now he's out. He was the one that was telling the Democrats, get off this impeachment nonsense, man. Let's focus on a message to the American people that can counter what President Trump was putting out there. But that's not what the Democrat Party is about at this point. They're about Democrat values. Okay, uh, you know, Trump doesn't represent their values. Well, what are their values? How, you look at who's in the lead. Who won in Iowa? Who's probably likely to win tonight in the top two or three? What values do they represent? The, the used to be, and people, somebody was given the suggestion that Trump should, a, should come out and say, you know, he'll win this hands down if he, if he asks that age-old question. Um... Are you better off than you were? You know, following the old eel head, James Carville line of it's the economy, stupid. Well, you know what? That actually would have resonated with all voters across the board. If if the Democrats still cared about the same values that the rest of America, President Trump. And really the, the, the values that America was founded on. Under normal American values, under normal American electorate, having the greatest economy. In the history of this country, particularly for minorities, which includes women, it would be hands down. There'd be nobody but would even have an opportunity to come up against President Trump. But it's because the Democrats have done an amazing job of changing the culture of this country into something that is so opposite of what American values are while telling us that they represent our values. They're telling us, you, Sanders, Sanders is probably going to win tonight. What's his number one tagline of any commercial? We need an economy that works for, for more than just a few. That works for all of us. Well, the problem that they have with President Trump's economy, you're right, it doesn't work for these Democrats because it expects people to work. They got to get out and work. The Trump economy, which was, was based on what made this country great, the experiment that is America, America doesn't promise you anything but an opportunity. And that's what Trump did. He unleashed opportunity for American people by releasing ta- uh, regulations and lowering taxation on business. Entrepreneurs are able to start a business, grow their business, hire more people, increase wages. But you don't get to benefit from this economy if you're not willing to work. And they're not willing to work. These Democrats aren't. Their values are not about work ethic, their values are not about seizing opportunity. Their values are certainly not about women or minorities or the empowerment of any minorities. Because if it were, they wouldn't be standing in droves to the tune of they're trying to compare Sanders and Trump. There's nobody at the Trump rallies that are there looking for President Trump to take something that somebody else went out and worked hard and earned for to give to them. So, no, there's no comparison between the messages here. But it really is symbolic in the fight that we face and what this battle is really about for the soul of this country. Because the Democrat Party, who loves to tell you that they're about the working man, they're about minorities, they're about women, are standing out there in droves, ready to vote. They're the party of young people, ready to vote for an 80-year-old 
old white dude who once wrote about how women fantasize about being raped. That's true. They're also then prepared, if not him, the one person who was not in the New Hampshire primary that everybody's been talking about today is Minnie Mike. We've got Lindsey Graham out there. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Graham. I know we have, we've had to have him. He's been useful at times. But, you know, it, days like today's is useful as a poop-flavored lollipop. From, that's from one of my favorite movies, by the way. Dodgeball. Uh, talking today about Bloomberg will be a force to be reckoned with in 2020. Are you just looking to lose? We're, we're in this position with the Democrats being able to fill arenas with 10,000 people representing Bernie Sanders' Marxist communist philosophy because we've got Republicans like Lindsey Graham and the rest and Paul Ryan who have done nothing to push back against that notion. They've done nothing to sell to the American people the beauties of the free market capitalist system that is America, the value of that, as well as educating the American people as to what the the left is all about, what socialism is, what Marxism is, and ultimately where it ends up. So today, now that the Democrats are dealing face with the fact that they've got an avowed socialist, a guy who, who honeymooned in Moscow and talks up Venezuela is likely on the way to get the nomination, you know, now they're trying to say, well, he's not socialist socialist. Kind of like when Whoopi Goldberg said, Roman Polanski, it wasn't rape rape, you know, when he drugged up a 13-year-old and raped her, right? Uh, you know, uh, we've done a crappy job with this. It's a real serious issue that we've got. Same people willing to vote, you know, Mike my, my Bloomberg's not there, but same people willing to fill up an arena, you know, supposed to be about the party of women and minorities and all that. You know, the, the one person that supposedly could give Bernie Sanders a run for the nomination is a guy who's racist. Flat out racist. There's no other way to characterize this comment from Mike Bloomberg. You can just take the description and Xerox it and pass it out to all the cops. They are male minorities 15 to 25. That's true in New York, it's true in virtually every city in New York. And that's where the real time is. You've got to get the guns out of the hands of the people that get you killed. So you've got to be one of spend the money for a lot of cops in the street, put those cops where the crime is between the minority neighborhoods. So it's one of the unintended consequences is. Let me just end it there because the audio is not great. But basically what he's talking about, this is no President Trump should not have taken down his tweet today calling Bloomberg a racist. Because just because President Trump supported stop and fricks does not mean that he is a racist like Mike Bloomberg. This was a man who said basically all the crime in this country, you could Xerox it, write down the profile. So this is a man who's, who's about profiling. And he wants to profile and says that all the crime in this country, not just in New York, but in every major city across the country, is all being committed by 16 to 20-something-year-old black men. Stereotyping black people in this country. President Obama took office to declare and, and immediately declared that this country, all cops everywhere, was putting a target on the backs of black men. The only person so far in this race that I hear of that's putting a, literally putting a target on the backs of, of, of black men is Mike Bloomberg. At one point, he talks about throwing them up against the wall. President Trump should not have backed down on that. You can support stop and frisk without 
being a flat out racist like Mike Bloomberg is. And that's who Lindsey Graham thinks could be formidable against President Trump. That's insane. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to regain our sanity. We're going to bring in my buddy Jen Kearns, GOP strategist, political commentator, and founder of Women for a Great America. So stay tuned. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. Qualified Home Loans saves you money and pays all your loan costs with five-star service and expertise. That's why you call us for your home loan. Mike, you recently had a client whose bank told them their debt-to-income was too high. You fixed that and closed it with the same bank. How are you able to do that? Expertise is often the difference. You don't go to the IRS for tax advice. Don't go to your bank for loan advice. So their loan made sense on paper. They had good credit, income, and a lower payment. They should qualify. I think it was just too confusing for the bank teller because they had Social Security, rental income, and even a part-time job. We put their application together correctly and got it closed with the same bank at an even better rate. We're advocates for our clients, helping them understand and standing by them all the way through closing. Call Qualified Home Loans, 888 499-9502, 888-499-9502. 499-9502, 888-499-9502. You'll get five-star service and pay nothing in loan costs. 888-499-9502. This is Owen Strand for townhall.com. Can you change your identity? We hear that sort of argument a lot today, that we can or that we need to change ourselves to fit our true identity. In Michigan recently, Joseph Gobrick was hauled into court for child pornography as he was in possession of numerous images of child porn on his computer. His argument fits our age. He contended in court that though he is a 45-year-old man, he's actually an 8-year-old girl. He feels like he's a little girl, so he must be. Thankfully, Gobrick's defense failed. He was found guilty for child pornography and sentenced to prison. But we should take note, though the line held here, this line is a precarious one. Postmodernity is not stable. This court case calls us to say, in public, your feelings don't determine your identity. 45-year-old men are not 8-year-old girls and never will be. I'm Owen Strand. Alliance Defending Freedom. Protecting Religious Liberty. Check the ad at townhallreview.com. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company helps you customize your renter's insurance so you only pay for what you need. Unlike things you paid for you didn't need, like that much-needed 125-inch flat-screen TV. It's hurting my eyes a lot. For your 200-square-foot apartment. My neck isn't so much stiff as it's completely stuck. With Liberty Mutual, get customized renter's insurance so you only pay for what you need. Uh Uh-oh, I'm seeing color splotches. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. In general, I'm a win-win guy. Won't have to spend hours searching for the right part, it's lose-lose. It's time lost for me and lost time for my crew. That's why I order from Granger, with product experts that have the answers to my toughest questions and easy-to-use website to help me find the right product quickly. I can rely on Granger to make getting supplies for my business as simple and seamless as possible. When it comes to getting things done, it's a win-win. 
when Granger's got your back. Call clickgranger.com or stop by to see for yourself. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Read the latest breaking news, top business analysis, and the funniest political cartoons. <laughs> Register for the Answer San Diego's newsletters. Use keyword newsletter. Stay current on politics, contests, events, and more. Be among the first to know about the latest books from top conservative authors, special signing events, and promotions. Register today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Keyword newsletter. Sponsored by Richard Musio, host of It's Your Business. Sundays at 9 a.m. only on The Answer San Diego. Streaming now at TheAnswerSanDiego.com and Radio.com. Andrea K telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. I love that song so much. That's one of my favorite movies. You know what movie that's from? No. Oh, my gosh. It's Working Girl. That's another movie. As long as it's not Terms of Endearment. <laughs> <laughs> There's a sequel. <laughs> you will actually like Working Girl. It's back when Melanie Griffith still looked normal before she did her face, and and back when Harrison Ford uh, was still you know somewhat young and attractive before he went off the rails and started talking politics and annoying us. So anyway, there's it's, it's a great movie. I think it's super fun. Kind of reminds me of my girl Jen Kearns who's joining me now because she's a New York girl. And uh, y'all know Jen Kearns. She was a writer for the U.S. presidential debate, like the debate of all debates, by the way. Former spokeswoman for the California Republican Party, contributor, a daily caller in the Hill, founder of Women for a Great America. So for tonight's primary results, I had to call on her because she's the real deal. OK, welcome back to the show, my friend. Hey, thank you so much. We are working girls, just of a different kind. You know, that title could go both ways. But we are two of the hardest working in the biz, right? That's true. I'm so glad you clarified on the title. (laughs) Um, Okay, so we are supposedly moments away from the big reveal, you know, kind of like the end of The Bachelorette, or The Bachelor, who's going to get the rose? Who's going to get the rose out of New Hampshire tonight, Jen Kearns? Well, definitely not Joe Biden. You know, I said earlier today before the polls even closed, if Joe Biden finished third, which would not even be good, but if he finished third, he would be all right. But that if he finished fourth, it would be a terminal hit to his campaign. And I do believe that is true. I do believe the establishment of the Democratic Party is now looking around saying, gosh, could we get Hillary Clinton to come back in and run? And I I partially kid about that. But, but I think that is the question that is circulating. You know, you have Bernie Sanders appears uh, to be going home with it tonight. New but I think the fact that Joe Biden is wheels up and headed out of New Hampshire tonight before the polls even closed and canceled, canceled his victory party. Yeah. Uh, tells you everything you need to know about where this race is headed. And I think there's another place that this race is headed. And uh, just buckle up because people are not going to like where this is going next. It is going to the old-fashioned race card of the Democratic Party. Now, we saw this a bit today. Uh, There was a massive attack on Mike Bloomberg for his policies when he was mayor of New York City. I can guarantee you I would go to Vegas right now and put down a 1000 bucks, and I would bet you that that hit came from Joe Biden's Mm. camp for two reasons. One, Joe Biden wants to change the story dramatically from New Hampshire why would the story come out today? Mike Bloomberg didn't even compete in New Hampshire. Why would this story have come out today? Joe Biden wants to change the story completely from New Hampshire, and he wants to put the target on Mike 
Bloomberg's back. And you look at the next state that's up for grabs here, February 22nd in South Carolina, that state has a 30% population of African-American voters. One third of the state is African-American. And so Joe Biden trying to dirty up Joe Biden, uh, I'm sorry, Mark Bloomberg, uh, by, by placing all of this on him, uh, just as the New Hampshire results come in. It, it's a very clever move, but it tells you that the textbook trick of the Democratic Party is alive and well, Andrea. Yeah. When all else fails, they're going to go to race. They're going to pull the race card against each other. They're going to go after Mayor Pete next. And they're going to do it against Donald Trump. And, and it's going to further divide the country. I'm very uh, not much looking forward to that, but it's going to happen. And we saw that today. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because there was a polls came out yesterday, the Quinnipiac poll saying that Joe Biden had lost. I don't know how many gone from 50 something to 27 percent in black support. And I wasn't sure if I believed that, because why would the blacks all of a sudden leave him after Iowa? Um, I think he believed it, and I think that uh, I think to me, polls are basically push polls right now, meant to shove a narrative. And I think, and I think it was meant to push Biden out. Um, and I think he, I think you're right. I think he responded with this Bloomberg audio tape. Somebody had already leaked Buttigieg an audio that I talked about a while back on my show, in which he talks about the education with black people that they had never seen the value of education work in any black person's life. Like there's never been a black person that rose up and went to college and was able to have success. You know, it was absolutely astounding and incredibly racist. I think you're right. That is that's about to resurface. Ultimately, it. I think I'm. That's going to be the tactic that's used. Bigger picture, let's figure this out, because when I'm seeing Chris Wallace, uh, not Chris Wallace, Chris um, Thrill Up My Leg, you know him from MSNBC. Matthews. Chris Matthews. Hardball. Hardball. Chris Matthews practically screaming and yelling about Sanders and communism and Marxism and how, you know, if going back to when... I don't even know when he was recalling back when he was a young person that, you know, he would have been shot in the streets. I mean, it was like he was going off the rails, but he's seriously coming out against Sanders. I guess on his show today or yesterday, he he and somebody else referred to Sanders as um, his people, his, his Bernie bros, as brown shirts. I mean, there is a part of the Democrat Party that is going to come for Sanders. And I think that they're going to play the race card, not just with each other and, and America to divide. But I'm wondering that, about the war that's going to take place place in the Democrat Party to try to take out Sanders before he gets the nomination. How do you see all that playing out? Oh, I definitely think it's coming. All ammunition, if they believed in the Second Amendment, is coming from the NBC Corporation. And here's why. At the end of the day, NBC News, MSNBC, Comcast, and all of those guys report to corporations that are on Wall Street. And they're not too far from Wall Street here in New York City. Mm-hmm. And, and they understand what a Sanders uh, presidency means to their stock and their company, even though he would be kinder and gentler with them, he might not be with their stakeholders and their executives. And so I think they understand what the rest of America understands, 75% of America understands, is that socialism is a very bad place to be. And and I think Bernie is not... uh, not uh, excluded from this uh, race attack. They're going to go after Bernie as well. Uh, You know, this is uh, maybe the whitest guy in the race. The oldest guy in the race uh, comes from a Northeastern state and his, he's made past comments also on African-Americans. So this is going to get super ugly 
Uh, the good news is Donald Trump can keep hosting these rallies uh, on the eve of their primaries and continue to troll them in the epic way he can. But but just buckle up, folks, because yeah. the, the rhetoric on race relations is going to get a lot worse before it gets better. Well, uh, you know, it's I, I said in my open tonight that the left had, had gone a long way in changing the culture of America. They talk about how Trump doesn't represent their values and then they define values. Uh, that don't that I don't recognize as an American because there is nothing. Sanders is the only one being the most open and honest about being a socialist, but they're all on the spectrum somewhere somehow, and it's yeah. all based on. And basically, the left has done a good job in destroying the idea of a work ethic, destroying the idea of having to earn something versus having it given to you. Uh, to, you know, the, the it's uh, about envy. It's about victim. It's gone so far that not only do they feel like they've got they're entitled to a house, a college education, but now it's I don't I don't I, I'm not just entitled to a house provided by the government to take from somebody else. I should be able to live in the zip code of a wealthy person. Why am I not in La Jolla? You know what I mean? So it, it's just and, and the Republicans have not really done a good job of pushing back against that. And I feel like from a strategy standpoint with Trump. Whichever one he's up against, it's not enough anymore to just say, are you better than you were? Because that doesn't appeal to Democrats anymore. They don't want to be just a little bit better than they were. They don't want to have because they don't want to have to get out work. They want to be living the lifestyle of the Kardashians, have it given to them. Trump cannot just count on a reelection. How from a strategy standpoint, let's say you're advising him and his team. How do you advise him to address the socialism element, the Democrat Party and fight against it? Well, he's got to attack it head on, and it has to be more than a one-liner, a joke, or a statement in a rally. Um, He's got to micro-target these voters who lean to the left and who are left. He's got to remind folks and start to build the narrative that uh, there are many great things uh, that, that happened in this country in the last 100 years. There are some bad things, too, but there are automobiles and homes that were built, industries that were built, those are all part of the American fabric of hard work, and people have forgotten that in this country. He needs to remind folks of the benefit of just the self-esteem uh, that comes from a hard day's work. He needs to remind folks of that, and he can't take anything for granted. He's got to get out into the suburbs. He's got to talk to moms. He's got to talk to women swing voters. Uh, so far, the Trump campaign has not been out there doing that. They just say, oh, at Texas, we put you on the list. Well, unless you're targeting those folks and really digging down into their zip codes and where they live and how they think and where their kids go to school, you're not doing true voter ID. And so uh, I think the campaign needs to improve on that. It's not a critique. It's just a suggestion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but until they start doing that, they're not going to reach that 10 percent of voters that they really need to reach to have the kind of landslide victory they want to have in November. Well, I hope they're paying attention because I agree with you. I, I think that the rallies are great. I think that Trump is a master at working social media and using it, Twitter. And uh, and I think that a lot of his spokespeople do a great job when they're in the media. But I'm not seeing enough on-the-ground action in terms of, of voter outreach in, in the communities. I felt like they did a little bit better job of that in 2016. I don't know that I believe this this thing that he's lost suburban women because supposedly boots on the ground. And even Katie, whatever her name is from MSNBC, was, was saying last night about how you know she did not come in you know almost everybody she met you know voted for him in 2016 they're going to vote for him again he's even bringing in new voters um i i I, so i don't know that i believe that he you know is losing suburban women why would they they supposedly vote for kitchen table issues 
but I, I do think that you can always get out and for for more outreach. Tell everybody how they can get involved with Women for a Great America, because I think that that's one way in which uh, we can we can help President Trump gain some support with women. You bet. We'd love to get out and do some town halls. I think you're going to moderate one of them out west. Uh, they can go to womenforagreatamerica.com. That's women and the number four, as in four more years. Women for a great America.com. They can click join us and become a member. It's free. Uh, they can join us today. All right. Thanks for being here, working girl. Thanks. <laughs> Stay cool out there. All right. Um, breaking news today. Things got ugly with Bill Barr today. Why is it hashtagging impeach Bill Barr? Can they really impeach Bill? They couldn't impeach Trump, okay, but they think they're going to take down Barr. And why are they trying to do that? We're going to talk about that when we come back, as well as Judicial Watch got a hold of about 400 emails involving a one Rod Rosenstein. What's that about? Come on back. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. Time to buy your dream home? Julie will find the perfect property that fits all your needs. Call Julie Jewels Real Estate. Julie sends you new home listings immediately so you can see them first and submit your offer right away. In this market, you need to be first. Hi, I'm Julie Jules, and I'm excited about helping you. I'll save you money by paying for your appraisal fee. Call me at 619-992-7113. Call Julie for your free appraisal, 619-992-7113. Moving out, moving up, or moving in, call Julie Jules. The following is a paid political announcement. As a proud gay American, I've been called a lot of things in my life, but a Tea Party extremist, nothing could be further from the truth. I'm challenging both parties to get off divisive social agendas. Now Carl DeMaio says he's a conservative, but his liberal record is clear. He even told the UT he opposes any restrictions on abortion. DeMaio told the UT he supports federal programs, including $500 million of taxpayer funding for Planned Parenthood. Daryl Issa voted to defund Planned Parenthood and earned a 100% rating from the National Right to Life Committee. Daryl Issa has always been a reliable voice for the sanctity of life, said Marilyn Musgrave of the Susan B. Anthony List. He has never faltered in his support for pro life legislation. ISA strongly supported legislation to ban late-term abortions and helped pass the partial birth abortion ban. In Congress, Daryl ISA will continue to fight for the rights of the unborn. I'm Daryl ISA. You can always count on me to defend innocent life. I'm running for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Daryl ISA for Congress. With our high utility rates, the last thing you need is to waste energy. If your home comfort system is constantly cycling on and off, or if you have hot or cold pockets in your home, that's a red flag. Proper maintenance prolongs the life of your system and saves you money on energy costs. Jackson and Foster Heating and Air have been honored as a North American Contractor of the Year for superior service and top-quality HVAC products at affordable rates. They're pretty proud of that award and look forward to showing you how they earn that honor. They offer 24-hour emergency service on every major brand. They won't try to sell you a new system if you don't need one and will never recommend any part you don't need. Call Jackson & Foster for a cleaning and inspection. Mention radio and save $25 on your service call. Jackson & Foster Heating and Air. Our family serving your family since 1931. Call 619-667-4328. 619-667-4328. That's 619-667-4328. Shine right on price, right on time. Mirabar, kitchen and bar. Hi, 
I'm Nicole Donnelly, and for almost 30 years, I've owned and managed Miramar Kitchen and Bath with one goal in mind, to offer great service at great prices. Most importantly, thousands of San Diegans have discovered how a woman's touch has helped them with our intuitive understanding of what you're looking for in a kitchen or bathroom remodel. Just listen to what our customers say. I love working with the salesperson and installer. They were always on time and hardworking. I love the fact that Miramar Kitchen and Bath is a woman-owned company. Every day was always a pleasure to work with the Miramar Kitchen and Bath team. We believe your experience matters. That's why our experience matters. Call Miramar Kitchen and Bath at 858-271-8434 or visit my design center. It's just one half block off Miramar Road on Commerce. Miramar Kitchen License number 657333. It's good to ask for advice, but what if you're getting advice from the wrong people? That's why I wrote the book Financial Detox and why I'm inviting you to listen to our radio program. Hi, I'm Jason Labrum of Intelligence Driven Advisors. Join us for Financial Detox Saturday afternoons at 1.30. At Intelligence Driven Advisors, we give you a written plan, one that's research-based and truly customized, giving you the highest probability of achieving your goals. Call us at 877-707-8889. Learn more at IDA Wealth. That's IDAWealth.com. FM 96.1. North County. AM 1170. San Diego. The answer. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Another great movie. I'm having such a good time tonight because you know what? I know that whoever ends up getting the final rose tonight in the Bachelor edition of the New Hampshire primary tonight. I know that the ultimate winner will be my man, Donald Trump, come fall. Absolutely. Absolutely. You said it, girl, Maxine. (laughs) Oh, Peach 45. Isn't that what she say? Peach 45. They calling today to Peach Bar. Yeah, what's that all about? Okay, well, yesterday... Yesterday, it was announced that the government, I mean, people were shocked when there was a government recommendation that a government recommendation that Roger Stone, who was dragged out of his house at 5 a.m. in front of cameras and prosecuted, that he was going prosecuted for lying, prosecuted for lying. Hmm. Gee, who else lied before Congress? Comey, John Brennan, Peter Strzok, Andrew McCabe. On and on and on. Andrew, uh, Adam Schiff, Hillary Clinton, all lied before Congress. None of them dragged out of their homes at 5 a.m., right? No, Roger Stone was. Roger Stone was specifically targeted as a part of the deep state, weaponized deep state, targeting not just the Democrat Party's opposition, uh, you know, uh, campaign, but anybody around it going after him, dragged him out of his house. He was prosecuted. Okay, I guess if he did something wrong. You know, he deserves to be punished, right? Seven to nine years yesterday, it was announced that they were going to... I didn't get around to talking about it last night, but we were all shocked. And then sure enough today, come to find out, I guess, before it was announced, the decision was made, Bill Barr was not told that the government, the U.S. Attorney's Office, was actually going to ask for seven to nine years. So it hit the fan today, because what ended up happening was President Trump tweeted out and was uh, basically aghast at it tweeted out something like, uh, you know, uh, we've got people on the other side committing real crimes and they're getting away with right and left. And this man's going to get nine years for lying. Um, So Bill Barr ends up rebuking the prosecutor 
for this, which ended up happening to be, long story short, Bill Barr not uh, appointed a friend of his, supposedly, a guy named Timothy Shea, to sit in as the U.S. attorney, who agreed to the seven to nine year sentence. According to reports, he was bullied into it. Well, how do you get bullied into it by Mueller attorneys at this U.S. attorney's office? These were Mueller appointees. So what happened was Mueller gets appointed a special prosecutor. He gets his gang of henchmen around him to go after people using the weaponized deep state to punish people for for their politics, which is exactly what happened here. Then when Roger Stone gets convicted, these Mueller henchmen go to Bill Barr's dude, Timothy Shea, and supposedly bully him into accepting the seven to nine years incredibly gross, egregious sentencing. And when Bill Barr found out about it, he rebuked his friend Timothy Shea, who, by the way, you got to get rid of that dude. First, you got to get rid of him because it's, it, it, it makes absolutely no sense to have anybody that can be bullied by Mueller's people. But Bill Barr rose to the challenge here. He was tested and he came out a winner because he said they ain't going down like this. You're not sentencing this man seven to nine years. So then what happened was all of these prosecutors involved, these these Mueller dudes, uh, all ended up, four of them ended up quitting today. So then because they quit, now we've got uh, the, the left hysterical that, you know, how dare Bill Barr, the attorney general of the United States, step in against a gross abuse of power and like a third world country kind of attack on an American citizen and say, no. This is unfair. Quite frankly, every one of those prosecutors involved for Mueller literally should not only be disbarred, but should be prosecuted for being part of a weaponized deep state. What other... We know, we know about General Flynn, how he was destroyed in this process with Comey, who lied before Congress. Comey, Comey, Comey leaked classified information before he lied to Congress. John Brennan lied to Congress. None of them have even been prosecuted. Andrew McCabe, charges were recommended by the inspector general, because he lied to Congress. He still hasn't been prosecuted on a book tour. That same inspector general recommended charges for Jim Comey, still not prosecuted. But the left is hysterical that Bill Barr said, we're not going to allow Roger Stone to be sentenced in such an abusive manner. They need to be looking at every case that anybody related to the Mueller investigation was working on. Quite frankly... This Roger Stone, we've got more reports out that um, a, a new report out today that has to do with the black ledger that that Mueller used. We know that the FISA warrants, we, we just had the we just had the chief judge from the FISA warrant say that the FISA warrant extensions, one of which was done six weeks after Mueller was illegal. So why is any prosecutions that, that were involved with Mueller still valid? Why hasn't Roger Stone already been pardoned or already had his case thrown out? Same thing with General Flynn. Every bit of this is fruit of the poisonous tree. But the left doesn't care because the left is on board. We talked about culture and how the left has changed the culture in this country to people destroying the work ethic. People that don't care that Bernie Sanders admits that it might cost $100 trillion and literally bankrupt this country to put his policies in place. They don't care because American people don't care anymore about any kind of fiscal sanity. They also don't care anymore about justice in this country. They want an America that is like communist China, that is like the USSR, that is like Venezuela, that is like Cuba, that punishes and throws people in jail for their politics. That's where we're at in this country. It's, and it's not just about Trump. 
there is a hatred for this country that Trump, Trump represents us. The 63 million people who voted for him, they hate us. They hate us for wanting to make America great again. They hate us for loving America. They want all of us thrown into jail, too. There was a guy, nobody's talking about it in the media, that drove his car into a Trump campaign headquarters, I think it was, down in Florida. And he said, somebody needs to take a stand. Another part of the culture we talked about last night is this culture of violence. Whether it's Antifa throwing milkshakes in, in, in Andy No's face. Again, supposed to be the party of minorities. The little guy, they don't care that Andy No is Asian and, and gay. He dares to express an opposing view. So they feel entitled to literally physically attack him. Bernie Sanders' guy on, on the Iowa camp, campaign admits that he believes that, that if you say something, express something that doesn't jive with their opinion, that they have the right literally to physically destroy you, throw you in gulags. And he's okay with the idea that anybody that fights the revolution and is a resistor be shot. That's who's likely to win the primary tonight in New Hampshire. That's how far off the rails we are as a country that we've got a culture brewing in this country that thinks that that's okay. But there's good news because we're going to take a little break because we got some breaking news about somebody who hated America. and You know, some of the ways in which they've tried to go after Trump and destroy him is through the courts and through Crossfire Hurricane and through the uh, emoluments clause and all that. Another way is to try to demonize, push out this narrative that Trump and all Trump supporters are homophobic and this and that. And so they got the hoax, you know, crime. Oh, remember right when he was elected. Oh, there's going to be hate crimes all against, you know, Americans all over the country by Trump supporters. Well, the only hate crimes that have happened have been hoaxes, right? Well, we've got a break. We, we've got a little update on one of the most fake, famous hate crime hoaxes coming up. So y'all come on back. More Andrea K. Show on its way. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. Hi, this is Sebastian Gorka of America First. Do you have a car or other vehicle that you need to get rid of, but just do not want to deal with the hassle of selling it or getting it to the junkyard yourself? Carsforbabies.com can help. Carsforbabies.com will take any vehicle in any condition, running or not. They'll even pick up your vehicle at its location. It's easy, it's free, and your donation is tax deductible. Not only does carsforbabies.com take car donations, but you can also donate a truck, RV, boat, van, motorcycle, tractor, or even a trailer. What's even better is that 100% of the proceeds from the sale of your donated vehicle goes towards helping women facing an unplanned pregnancy get the resources they need in a time of crisis. For more information, visit the website carsforbabies.com. That's carsforbabies.com, carsforbabies.com. 
The following is a paid political announcement. As a proud gay American, I've been called a lot of things in my life, but a Tea Party extremist, nothing could be further from the truth. I'm challenging both parties to get off divisive social agendas. Now Carl DeMaio says he's a conservative, but his liberal record is clear. He even told the UT he opposes any restrictions on abortion. DeMaio told the UT he supports federal programs, including $500 million of taxpayer funding for Planned Parenthood. Daryl Issa voted to defund Planned Parenthood and earned a 100% rating from the National Right to Life Committee. Daryl Issa has always been a reliable voice for the sanctity of life, said Marilyn Musgrave of the Susan B. Anthony List. He has never faltered in his support for pro-life legislation. Issa strongly supported legislation to ban late-term abortions and helped pass the partial birth abortion ban. In Congress, Daryl Issa will continue to fight for the rights of the unborn. I'm Daryl Issa. You can always count on me to defend innocent life. I'm running for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Daryl Issa for Congress. Reality show. Oh, surprise, another reality show. And another show with Chicago in the title. If you're not going to pick something, just turn it off. Face it, there's nothing good on TV, so turn it off. And turn on The Answer San Diego. Weeknights at 8, it's Dennis Prager. Then at 9, you'll hear Sebastian Gorka. Then at 10 p.m., listen to Larry Elder. The Answer, San Diego's primetime lineup. Weeknights from 8 till 11, Prager, Gorka, and Elder. Turn off the TV and spend your weeknights with The Answer San Diego. Bill Holland with The Answer on Wall Street. Stocks in very narrowly mixed but firm. Advances declines by 2 to 1 and narrow new highs. Fractionally narrow. The record open, however, runs on the idea that there's hope the coronavirus has peaked. New cases in China have been declining, and the government there is now struggling to get people and their economy back to work. Fed Chairman Powell tells Congress the Fed will remain a friend. Oil prices edge up 40 cents from a 13-month low on all of this. The FTC in the afternoon ramped up its probe of the big tech companies' acquisitions. T-Mobile up 11%, Sprint 77%. They finally may get approval to merge. Well, maybe. The New York Attorney General says he may appeal the ruling. The FAA says it's near the key 737 MAX test flight, and Boeing, for the first time in 58 years, had zero commercial aircraft orders in January. Airbus, on the other hand, 274. Caterpillar reopens its China operations. Home Depot wants to hire 80,000 more people. And Slack technology up 15% yesterday, down 50 cents today, since it's not in play. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. The Answer San Diego, streaming now on iHeart.com and Radio.com. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrew K. Show. So I just got a message from a listener, and you can email me through the show at theanswersandiego.com, or you can email me at andreakshow.com. Somebody put, thinking the best person to ask, are you better off today than you were four years ago, and a Trump commercial should be Clint Eastwood. Can you envision it? Well, are you punk? That might be clever. That might be a really good ad. Um, uh, was he, remember when Clint Eastwood, was it the empty chair? When it was, yes. yeah, yeah, he was called, who was he calling the empty chair? Obama. Obama. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. So got to get serious for a moment because things got serious here in San Diego. We had somebody sick with the coronavirus. Here, we have an epidemic, a pandemic going on. And yet we got, I don't know, Larry, Moe, Curley, and Shemp handling the situation here in San Diego where we got a sick person. What happened here, DJ Karasek? Well, there was a couple mistakes. Um, first thing was, uh, so they, they tested these people that were in quarantine, and three of the 
um, test samples weren't labeled correctly, and <laughs> they didn't. They weren't uh, immediately processed by CDC. But then the, the the CDC team in Atlanta said that they they went ahead and said that they they were clear from clear of the virus. So two things were wrong here. One, they mislabeled the vials or the samples, and two, CDC gave them the wrong information if these people were clear or not. So they sent the, they they don't know how long this guy because they released them. Oh yeah, they, they released them. This from UCSD. by the way, this was uh, like down the street from us. Yeah, and so they were, they did they did some research and they said they think they don't think he came in contact with anybody. <laughs> um, the other two, the other the other three, uh, the other two people were asked to quarantine themselves. Oh, um, okay. Why they were there at the Miramar honor system okay. before uh, they get the results back from UCSD or from CDC. But uh, it's just crazy with the seriousness of it all, mislabeling vials. Yeah, I can't he, believe that. Yeah, this is this is crazy. You know, I it reminds me of that interview we had with Jane Orient. She said that we're not, you know, we're not prepared in this country to handle this kind of crisis. You know, we and and instead we've had the Democrat Party hijacking this nation and focusing on impeachment of uh, of a president of the United States for a phone call he had. You know, meanwhile we don't have our act together as a country dealing with literally life and death matters. This is insane. And then I'm seeing an interview up here a few minutes ago. Sound off, thank goodness. Some woman talking about she's being asked about whether or not hand sanitizers or wipes work. Well, yeah, they, they think that the wipes work. Have you seen any videos that, that's going around about from China, how they are spraying down streets? I mean, it's like the, the old mosquito trucks that used to go through neighborhoods. I, they don't... They don't have any. We don't know much of anything with this virus, okay? But don't don't be telling people that you know that wipes work or that that pure hand sanitizer, you know, protects people from the coronavirus. That's yeah, insane. I mean, it's, it's super contagious. Uh, a, a doctor in Japan or a medical worker in Japan who was just scanning people for their temperature ended up getting it. Yeah. So if you're if you're if you're seeing those kind of reports with that woman here in San Diego, I think it was News Eight saying that she thinks that hand san- sanitizers and wipe works. Don't listen to her. I don't know who she is, but I guarantee you she does not know. That we can tell you because we do we do not know. Um, okay, so um, breaking news over your former crush. Do you know who your former crush is? AOC. Yeah, she's got a challenger. We got a woman out of New York who is brunette. She's Latina. She's from New York. Um, she's around the 30s. Yeah, around the same age. She's going to run an AOC seat. But guess what the difference is with her? This woman's got a brain. Okay, this is a woman who actually un- understands economics. This is a woman who was a reporter at CNBC. Her name is former anchor, longtime anchor, at CNBC, which is the business network for NBC, Michelle Carusa Cabrera announced Tuesday that she's going to challenge AOC for her seat in Congress. She's going to be running for NY14 to fight for the people of Queens and the Bronx. And this is a woman, man. She says, I'm a daughter and granddaughter of Cuban and Italian immigrants. I'm living in the district that AOC has had. And... um she here's here's what you what I find fascinating in her book that she wrote in 2010. You know I'm right. Caruso Cabrera said the answer is less government, not more. Less spending, not more. And getting the government to stay out of our pocketbooks and out of our private lives. 
Uh, she went on to say that uh, she's known she's known to be a skeptic of government and proponents of free markets. Woo, this ought to be interesting. I can't wait to see the debates. This woman from CNBC could debate AOC with her brain and both hands tied tie behind her back. Right? That's going to be interesting. I kind of okay. feel bad for AOC there. A little bit. She's going to get wiped up. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's not going to be able to say crap like she did the other day where there's no way you physically can't pull yourself up from your bootstraps. That can't work because you can't physically pull yourself up from your bootstraps. We need to have socialism in this country. She literally said that the other day. Surprised she didn't advocate for longer bootstraps. <laughs> right. Right. Paid for. Yeah. Part of part of her redistribution plan. I mean, this is insane. How she, what what happened was, well, I, I, I think she was a bartender at the time, and she was going against a Democrat who just took it for granted, and, and nobody came out to vote. She got 17,000 people to come out to vote. She probably offered free uh, Jägermaster shots or something if you voted for her. <laughs> I don't know what she offered. Free something. Okay, so um, culture of hate, culture of violence, culture of lies, Culture of smears, the Democrat Party seeking to smear Trump, trying to say MAGA is about hate. Da, da, da. Um, so we had an actor, not a particularly good actor, Jesse Smollett. Remember Jesse Smollett, Mr. Ha- Mr. Hoaxter, hate crime h- huckster? I never knew of him, really, to begin with. I didn't either. I, I you know, so he decided to, to script out. So, uh, you know, a hate crime hoax and claim that he was attacked by some Trump supporters. There was so much that went wrong with his story from the fact that he supposedly attacked with a noose around his neck, but he doesn't drop the tuna salad sandwich from Subway. <laughs> and he hires two dudes that they put the white face on that actually took that were on video buying all the, the items. I mean, you know, the, the guy is dumb as a stump. Right. So the charges, it was clear that it was all a hoax. The charges against him were dropped because the prosecutor at the time who said she recused herself didn't was buddies with Michelle Obama. So a, a prosecutor, special prosecutor uh, uh, was assigned, impaled a grand jury, and he has been indicted on six counts of disorderly conduct and filing false charges. So we might actually see some justice for here. And I will also remind you that the the police chief superintendent that I did not like, that conservatives all made out to be a hero, Eddie Jackson, who said that Jesse Smollett owes an apology to the police of San Diego. No, Jesse Smollett did not do a hate crime alleging that the cops did anything to him. It was against Trump and Trump supporters, Eddie Jackson. Remember, that's the guy who lost his gig because he was found drunk in a car. Okay, so I stand redeemed against my criticism. I was the only one in media that didn't fall in love with that dude. So this is great news for America. He's not yet issued an apology to MAGA country and to Trump and MAGA hats. Um, But Jesse's going down, baby. Hope he likes his new role in Orange is the New Black. Ooh, but um, tish. All right, now we are going to be right back here tomorrow night for hump day, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Love you all.